Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) I moved my databases all around, and now it's a smorgasbord. In Notion. Yeah, I'm trying a new system uh-huh. where I create like a master content calendar that has our podcasts, our newsletters, our just trying to like make YouTube it videos. as like complex. No, and- <laughs> that's simplicity. It was more complex when they it's were individual. Separate. Right. So this is actually trying to, but it's just it. I'm in the like messy phase where uh-huh. I'm in the in between. Okay. So you jumped right in, and I didn't even get to sing my cinnamon roll song. Okay. I ate my cinnamon rolls. I ate my cinnamon rolls. What's that based on? Any idea? You won't know it. You won't know it. The, the thing that I'm getting, which I know it's not based on because yeah. you don't like this, yeah. but it's it's got a real Beach Boys no, no. rhythm to me. It's like, uh, she's my little Chris deuce coop. That song. Basketball Jones from the Space Jam soundtrack. Uh-huh. I got the Basketball Jones. I got the Basketball Jones. Chris Rock is in Space Jam? He's not in it. He just sings that song. Oh, I feel like I got to pull this up this real fast. This is like an actual real thing fast. that I didn't know existed. Uh, obviously, there is an album uh, for this. And it's then... on the Space Jam soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ooh, let's see if it's playable. That's interesting. Some of these songs aren't is, playable. Um, quick question. Basketball Jones. Why, do I, why am Basketball I... Jones. Barry White and Chris Rock, but it's not playable for some reason. Okay. Why am I thinking that I Believe I Can Fly is coming from the... Space Jam soundtrack. Is that right? I think it is. No, I'm thinking of Fly Like an Eagle. Fly Like This an is really eagle. weird. The Chris Rock, Barry White version is not available on Spotify to be played. Well, maybe there's like a rights issue. That is you know so how bizarre. I've never seen that you're before. You're looking so strangely, but you know that not all music is on Spotify, right? Like Spotify doesn't like own music. They, they have to like have the rights so to play it. Wow. Okay. I ate my cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I ate my cinnamon rolls. What's that based on? Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Ooh, baby. Okay. Boy, this is what people showed up for, you know? <laughs> well, if you guys want to go and uh, YouTube the Basketball Jones song by Chris Rock from the Space Jam soundtrack featuring Barry White, you'll enjoy it. But, like, it does a little bit sound like, she's my little do scoop. Okay, first of all, you know I Also, did you, that's Beach one Girls. of those songs that I didn't realize until I was older. I think it's deuce coop, but it's, like, do scoop, you know? Like, yeah. I thought when I was little, it was, like, do scoop. Like Beach Boys is S-C-O-O-P one of those. S-C-O-O-P Beatles scoop. is the same way. It just hits me at a frequency that shivers me to my core. Do, do you have that, dear listener? Yeah. Any, like artist it, it or genre or song that like you. really viscerally affects you because jason has a bunch of them and i we need to do some like deep hypnotherapy yeah. to figure out what happened but it's also the opposite for me like i hear stuff that i just really like and really makes me feel good too so i think it's just like the way that my brain interpolates musical sounds is interpolate a word yeah I don't think it's correctly used there. As you know, I like to throw in words that aren't correctly yeah, used in sure, places. Yeah, sure, 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 So uh, that's not what we're talking about is all not those all. things, but this, you, that was the preamble. Do you know what we're talking about? We are talking about things. Do you, you don't remember the title? No, because we went we, back and forth we on We thought like, about this title titles. for a while. Okay, this episode is 10 
helpful and weird things that make our businesses more enjoyable. All right. And we have a, a whole page on our site, wanderinginfo.com slash tools, where we actually link to a bunch tools. of these things. And I think every single thing we mentioned is there because I, I think I don't know all of oh, your I don't five think off the top so. of my head. I think they are. Okay. Yeah, we'll find out. I'll tell you the ones that aren't. I don't think Notion has been added to that list You're, yet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Come Oops. on, man. Oops. All right, kick us off. What's your first one? <laughs> Little deuce coops. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> okay, wait. I need to intro this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of where this idea came from. So what this, what I'm hoping that you are going to get out of this episode. Me or them listening? The person listening. Okay. You listening. What else do you want? What do you want? Just real quick. What, what do, do I want? You mean I want you to get out of this episode just get out <laughs> <laughs> i want you to get out of this episode just get out of this episode okay. all right solo and podcast time. you listener what i hope you will get out of it we have over time accumulated different tools and resources that yes help our business run efficiently but like that's kind of boring these are not only things that help our business run but they are things that we love using and we use all the time yeah they, they basically make working a little bit less like a arduous slog. and painful and you know it makes different parts of our work too even better which i think yeah we'll and so our one. hope is that in listening a it's just sort of a behind the scenes thing that you know we like listening to about other people is like how does your business run like right. what do you use right. b i hope that you get some little ideas about you know some of these might yeah. you might be able to oh, what are words some, you, some, some of these you might be able to work into your own business and yeah. it might make things easier and more enjoyable for you and those are the two yeah it also just might make you think intentionally about oh you know what i really don't like this part of my business but i, I haven't taken the time to fix i haven't like it looked or... at other apps or right, i haven't looked right, at right. other things like i know a lot of people will uh, i'll save my email one and when we get to that so okay are we gonna go back and forth do you remember all five because i have the notes and you don't you don't have anything uh, that you're looking I at i don't think i remember all five of mine so i think oh, you'll good. be the taskmaster yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you get but to we're one gonna go you... back and forth i know yeah. if you get to one that you don't remember i'm gonna do charades to see to oh like, try nice to, yeah. people are gonna love that or all or podcast charades that's another podcast episode i could do <laughs> you not just hear me grunting like i'm just like uh, okay fine uh, not charades because uh, you can't hear that but um like password where i'll say a keyword and then it'll spur you on oh cool, cool. all right yeah do you want to go first ladies first always okay everybody knows what my right. first one's gonna be there was no way i was gonna leave this off the list it is my app obsession notion yeah and this was something that we just sort of integrated into our business in like August of 2020. Mm -hmm. And it was because we did a coaching session on productivity. And up until that point, we had had a lot of, a lot of the things that Notion does for me, we had had those things using separate tools. So we had some document stuff in Google Drive. We had, um, you know, that was like planning documents and scratch brainstorm stuff. Which we still use for some things. We really don't. I use for something. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we got to get you on board. Um, and then for task management, we were using Asana. And then for sort of database, like content calendar stuff, we were using Airtable. Right. And the beauty of Notion is that it's like those three tools had a baby and they were all wrapped up into this one very easy to use once you figure it, it out. Isn't it also cheap it's like five dollars a month isn't that what we pay for it it's something like that yeah and, and air table air table is like, like 40 dollars like, a month yeah for it's both crazy. of us to use air table it's like 50 which yeah. you're eventually going to migrate us i think that's like a before the end of the year goal yeah that's yeah. the last piece because we do 
we've built out some pretty complex things in Airtable for like our budget and our uh, revenue and things yeah. like that. So that's the final step is to move all that over. But um, I love it. It's also, I'm so glad that I introduced you to Notion <laughs> years ago. Someone found this clip, which was fantastic. I forget who that was. Whoever that was, thank you so much. Yeah, for we out. did like a, was, Katie? I can't was it an unedited meeting that we yeah. did that? Yeah. And Jason was like, oh, have you heard of Notion? I had fo- this fully like two forgot. Years ago. And it's him trying to explain to me what Notion right. is and doing a t- terrible I didn't job. know what it was. I didn't Clearly. Know it. Also, I don't even think they knew how to explain it back then. No, I know. Because it was very much in the beginning and it really was kind of what I said. It was like spreadsheets meets like a yeah. database and like, I don't know what's going on. But the thing that I want to also say about Notion, not only does is it sort of the one hub for organizing every single thing to do with our business, yeah. tasks and content pieces and, but it's also my life. So I am someone who... I have tried so many different like daily task management things. I have tried, you know, Asana. I have tried digital planning. I have tried just paper lists. I've tried all kinds of different things. I've never been able to stick with anything. And I've been able to stick with Notion for two months, two plus months now, every single day. And I don't know. Well, I think I have a couple of suspicions about why that is. Be suspicious. I told you that the thing I like about it is that you can, it's so flexible that you can always be changing it. So it's always like uh, being updated and it feels new to me. So whenever I get kind of like it's stale and I'm like, oh, I've been doing the same thing. I like change up the layout of my my main dashboard page. Yeah, because most productivity, productivity apps are very much like, this, this is the is way the it looks right. and you can't do anything about right. it. With Notion, you can like add header images and then tons of emojis and, and like you all move, kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so it's very modular. Colors. So like everything is like a little widget basically yeah. and you're moving stuff around. Um, and so I love that. And I also, the way that I use it is um, what I love about it is that every time I have like a, t- a random task that's in my head, I have a master task data- database. Every time I have a random thing in my head, whether it's something work related, like, you know, write newsletter or whether it's like make a dentist appointment. Right. I have one area, one page where I put that in and then all I have to do is then assign the date that I plan to address it and then it goes away. Yeah. And so the only things that I'm being presented with on a daily basis are the things that have today as the date that previous me has assigned. Yeah. And that is so revolutionary for yeah. me. And you can do that with other systems, but I just think the way that you operate and then having everything connected. It's like, oh, I want to write this email newsletter. Well, then that task comes up and you write the email newsletter in that thing, in the right. page that it creates for you. Exactly. So, it's, so then it's like, it's all connected. It's almost like, you know, if you had a Google Doc that was writing right. that newsletter, but then that Google Doc was automatically being added to like a whole folder full of all your newsletters. Right. Yeah. Which you can do again, like he's saying, but like something about the setup, just it makes it so great. And I love coming up with new fun things to add to my notion and it's just like a one-stop shop i mean this again can i just have an aside i have a a birthdays calendar this was something that i really struggled with in my adult life is like remembering people's birthdays and sending cards on time and all of that i have a birthdays database that feeds me give me the birthdays that are coming up in the next month and it just shows at all times on my um my like homepage without me having to do anything yeah so you're a birthday master now and i know people are like oh just like make a google calendar yeah but that for whatever reason that was not a way that i could do it in my brain uh all right so let's wrap up notion with shouting out the two people that you learned everything from in case people want to go and learn stuff from because a lot of people are asking us now like can i get your templates can you do this and And i'm like not yet bro we're not ready i've been doing it for two months yeah so 
shout out to Waymer Marie Poulin, yeah. who is like such a notion master and yeah. she has tons of really awesome videos and i think she's a great place for people to begin with because yep. she makes it very digestible yep so definitely go on youtube and search marie poulin p-o-u-l-i-n notion and you'll find some great videos um if you get started with marie's stuff and she she uses a lot of the same stuff i think that august does but this other person that i learned from was his name is august bradley he also has a youtube channel with a lot of notion content his approach is way more complex yeah way more involved but if you nerd out on it and you want kind of like the the crazy intense version just you can get lost in that rabbit hole for a while cool what's oh, our groceries we have our instacarter nice so that's notion for me so that was my f- number one awesome all right so what's my number one okay which we've well, got a whole you got five here yeah just pick one okay let's go with the boring one first okay um envelope envelope bad logo envelope bad logo um um tag me (laughs) these are terrible (laughs) what is going on here bad logo i'm trying to think what's on my list not the front jeez got it we've got to brush up when i think of email i think of an envelope it it was like the visual i know know. you know in our family the email emoji is the open mailbox it's not it is in in our family that's just you all right so front is an email application uh for those of you who have multiple email addresses you may be thinking oh i'm so tired of like logging into all my different gmail accounts or my hotmail and my yahoo.biz account (laughs) like all those things Front is a great way to bring all those into one app, which is really nice. There are a bunch of other email apps out there. There's Spark. There's Tempo. um, There's a bunch of other ones. But we liked Front specifically for one reason, and that is because with teammates, as they call them within Front, you can share emails back and forth. And I know that some of these other apps probably do this too, but Front was really one of the first ones to do it a couple years ago. And so when we started Wandering Aimfully, we were going to share an email inbox and we both wanted to be able to reply to emails without having to just share the email account. Right. So Caroline has her Front app and she has her, her own personal email addresses in that. And then she has our Hello at Wandering Aimfully inbox that she can access. I have front and I have like seven email addresses, but then I also have hello at Wandering Infly. So we both have these like separate experiences, but they can kind of intermingle between the two, which is very, very, very helpful. So convenient. One of my favorite features is that, especially if you, I mean, I know there would be a business context for this, but this is very helpful in like a marriage context. When we get emails that go to one of us, but we want the other person to be looped in on just reading it, but you don't want to forward it to that person. Yeah. So all you do is they have this like tagging feature where just like mentioning in you just like Instagram. Or exactly. Yeah. So like in below the email, let's say I get an email from a dentist, and it's like you're this is really we got the dentist. Yeah, I'm on not, the yeah. it's on the mind, and it's like your appointment is confirmed, but I'm the email on the account. Yeah. So they send that to me, but I want Jason to to know and be like, hey, take a you know, here's some paperwork you got to fill out or whatever. You want me to want to go to the dentist? Exactly. Right. All I have to do is do at Jason below the email, and it doesn't go to his inbox. It just kind of pops up as like a conversation in right. another tab, right. and so it doesn't clog up his inbox with like forwarded emails and crazy stuff. Um. It's just so nice. Yeah, they, they do a really good job. I mean, they have so many features. They have integrations, a bunch of things. We don't use any of that. We literally just use emails, having multiple inboxes. I use their canned responses all the time. I know every modern email app now has canned responses, but they just have a really good 
UI throughout the whole thing. It's really nice. It feels very Mac friendly too. If you're just a big Mac fan, like it works really well. Uh, so that's front. Uh, you can find it pretty easily. And the reason easily. we said bad logos because they just recently redesigned their logo, like their logo and we don't like it. Yeah, their logo doesn't look great. But it's all right. The rest of the app is really fantastic. And actually their customer support has been really good. When I first started with them, I think it was, I think it was about two years ago too because yeah, Wandering Gameplay started. I had a, a sales call with a guy like in their office and he was in their little uh, like picture a London phone booth, like a red phone booth. Like I, they had one of those in their office. That's where they took conference calls. And it was just really funny that I was just yeah. talking to this guy like, and it was like a $12 a month account. Like you have a call with a bunch of people to sell for $12. That's amazing. Yeah. But it worked and we've Great. been using it. Okay, moving back on to me, my next one is, it's funny because we're not doing as much social media stuff lately, Yeah. but this is an app that I just continue to find extremely valuable, and it's Later. Yeah. And so Later is a social planning app, um, similar to things like Planoly, or I'm trying to think of other ones like that. Other ones. Other ones. But it's a visual Instagram planner, but also it does... I mean, it does all kinds of, not just Instagram. I think they do Pinterest now. I think they do Twitter now, all these things. So uh, social content scheduling and planning. But I just really love the experience of the app. I love how it how easy it is to drag in kind of a content library and then schedule it on a timeline. And then it does, basically sends like a push notification to your phone. And it says, hey, you've got a new post. I think they do actually do auto-publishing now, but I've never done that. I I do not like... An app. Green eggs and ham. I do not like some <laughs> some app publishing to my Instagram. Like I'm very yeah. like I want to just do a once more over of the caption, do yeah. a little check before I post it. Well, you do post a lot of semi-offensive, <laughs> right? So yeah. I got to be able to, you know, nudes. Pr- and by nudes, nudes, I mean pictures noodles. of noodles. Nude, yeah, nudes. nudes. Um, and I just really love it. And then another reason why I really love it is because they do such a good job on like. on the education side like their content game is just like really strong and so whenever a new feature comes out um they're they're one of the very few like app newsletters that i really like where like when a new feature comes out on instagram or whatever and i'm like i don't want to take the time to figure out reels they always have something on it um and they do like a little virtual conference every year which has helpful stuff and when we were a lot more into posting social content, I just found it a great place for education, inspiration, and then the app itself is just a good tool. Yeah, cool. Uh, oh, I had one thing about email that I forgot to mention. Can I go back to it real quick? Absolutely. Uh, one of my secret weapons to success in using email, specifically to like get people to buy things or to like get their credit cards fixed for recurring payments and things like that, is the snooze feature. Mm-hmm. I use the snooze feature, and I had like plugins for Gmail before, and it may even be built in Gmail. I haven't looked in Gmail in so long, but I use the snooze fe- feature in front every day, three to four times a day. So I tell am people how you use emails it. all the time. So uh, let's say we have someone who bought our group coaching earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And now we're saying like, hey, that's going away at the end of this year. If you want to upgrade to Wayam Unlimited, here's how you do that. And I want to send them a follow because people are busy. You know, their inboxes are a cluttered mess. Um, well, I'll send them the emails like, hey, check this, this is how you do it. And then I send and snooze. So then it will snooze. The email will come back to me. So I set it for like a week after if I don't hear back. Just a reminder. Just so it'll come back to me and I go, okay, now I'm going to follow up with them. So I follow up and be like, hey, you didn't respond to my email before. You're probably super busy. Your baby was crawling out of its crate or whatever babies do. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You probably had to like give a it a lemon. Crate. You had yeah, to yeah, give yeah. a baby a lemon. You know, yeah, you you know, know how babies love lemons. lemons. <laughs> you know babies love lemons. And 
do you want to upgrade? And they'll be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, let me do that. But then I'll snooze that email because be like, they didn't actually do it yet. Mm-hmm. Just for a week. And I'll probably be like, hey, you're probably busy giving that baby a lemon that crawled out of the crate. And now that baby <laughs> is like doing some weird that they do, like eating socks Give or whatever. Give it the hula hoop. And they're, they're hula hoop champion now. You forgot to upgrade. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for reminding me. Like, I'm joking. This is facetious. But this is literally how my inbox totally. goes. I'm you, it always It sounds really up. annoying. But I feel like people are always. Oh, no. I, I always I, thank people for following up. I get so many people that it feels like I'm a little bit of a pest. But I'm super friendly. Lots of emojis. And I'm just trying to like, hey, you said you wanted it's this gentle. thing. It's gentle. It's not like, hey. Yeah. I'm not like, hey, I got 67 content ideas for your blog. Can I go <laughs> guest post on your blog? Not that I get all those emails. But the snooze feature, I think, is one of just the biggest things that I use. That yeah. For those of you who are out there who have client businesses and you're always following up the clients, it can be hard to keep track of that. The snooze feature can almost become your best friend because instead of even keeping a spreadsheet, you just snooze every time you send an email to them. And if they don't write back, right. it comes back around to you. So um, long diatribe on email. Wasn't there a thing called Boomerang? Wasn't that? Yeah, that was a. That was it. That was a. a Did Gmail buy them? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Maybe. Anyway, it's the same idea. Yeah. Okay, great. So I so now you need to go to your second one. My now. second one. Okay. okay. And so my hint is going to be scissors. Scissors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Colors. <laughs> scissors and colors. Okay. You got to do better. Like you should get it. I should get it from scissors and colors. Uh huh. No formatting. Scissors. Colors. Colors. No formatting. And no formatting. This is not a good idea. This I'm... is a terrible to listen to. <laughs> no, it might be great for. You're them the to worst to. audio charades partner <laughs> of all time. What is it? Snipper. I mouthed it to him. Snipper. Jason, app. look at me. Okay. Scissors. Scissors. Color. Colors. Color really threw me off. You should have said That's hex right. codes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Scissors for the snipper app wasn't close enough. But it enough. has nothing to do with the app. That's the name of the app. I didn't even think about that. I got to think more about the name now. I got to think more about the name. Okay. Snipper app. What All would right. have been your clues out of curiosity uh, for snipper? Hex codes. Okay. Yeah. Copy and paste. <laughs> you should see his facial expressions. Those okay, were good, right? You're right. I should have done so can much you, better. Uh, can you do a little scooch up for me? Just a little <laughs> scooch up. I know we were just fighting where about my, snippers. Where are my cushioners at? <laughs> it's slap. the cushion. Uh, Snipper app. Snipper app is a free app. Uh, it is basically just like a little code repository app, but you can store Nobody things. knows what repository means. It's like a little it's like a little library where you can you can house things. So you can house HTML code, CSS. I mean, there's all kinds of languages you can do. Yeah. You can just do markdown text if yeah. you want. And what I really love about it is it's where I keep all of our wandering aimfully hex codes for all of our colors because we have a bunch of brand colors and I'm always going off the rails picking random colors or from like things. little like HTML I was going to get there. Oh. Just don't steal my thing. This is my app. You don't use this app. So I have all those and I use those all the time because I'm formatting emails or I'm doing whatever, like little design things or tweaks. And I'm just like throwing colors in. Um, Colors. Oh, you're throwing colors in. From hex codes. And then I also have little like paragraphs that are styled. So I have like indent style. I have just a span style. I have a div that's like a whole background. So we used used to use those a ton in articles. So I have like our image blocks and all that stuff. So all those things are just saved. So I can quickly search. I can also grab like we changed our welcome email during a launch. So I would grab all the code from the welcome email and drip. I would put it in snipper app and then I would 
change the new one. And then when I'm ready to go, I just copy and paste it back over. And so my question to you was, why not just keep all that stuff in like notes or docs or whatever? And your answer was. So specifically not to keep it in notes or like Google Docs or anything because they misformat apostrophes. They change them to the written apostrophe, not a markdown apostrophe. And that'll screw up code. Which breaks code. So would you say that the Snip Wrap has no formatting? I would say that it has the option of no formatting if you want it. Oh, really? I thought it was all no formatting. No, no. It's it. it that's why I was saying it. You have a drop down of like all the different types of ways that you can write things. So what's interesting about this is like I this works for you and this you yeah. you enjoy the app. So you're I'm not yeah. gonna Poo-poo. change you. Yeah. Um. You. What I love is going back to Notion. Yeah, they have, sure. They have a code lock. Sure, sure. So I love that because like Jason was saying, you actually use that. Well, we do at least more often than you think yeah. when we're working on a project. It, we're usually creating new web pages. There's like different divs and stuff like that that we're creating. And so I'll copy and paste. Um, yeah. Code. So th- I think the only reason for me why I'm not like moving all of my stuff to Notion is because it doesn't feel broken to me. Like yeah. I like the fact that when I think of like, where are all my little code snippets and hex you codes and all that snipper app and it's yeah. free and it's really easy to use. It pops open in a second. I can close it back down. I think the other part for me, and, and this is where that my like OCD friends that listen to this podcast, I don't like having apps open all the time. Right. So I don't like having Notion open all the time. Oh I don't God. like having Snipper app open all the time. I don't like having email open all the time. I'm a very laser focused person. You are every item in we the are doc so is so different. Yeah, it's, and that's fine. That's what makes because it work you know around. what it's like for me. And I'd be so interested to know like where people fall on this. Leave spectrum. a comment on the podcast. Damn it, we need, <laughs> we're going to create that. Um, but. We just need like a little, isn't, is it Voxer? That's the thing where people can just like send you audio messages. Yeah. Like what's like the most frictionless way that someone can just like record on their phone and then just like send us a little message of like them responding back to what we're doing. I wish if we... you guys have an idea for that, let us know if you, or if and you've seen could, any other podcast that does it. we could put them in the podcast. Would be yeah, that'd fun. be fun. Side note. So I want to know where people land on this because I'm the type of person it, it, it translates to my physical life as well as my digital life. I like to see things out. Yeah. Like if it's a way, it does not exist to my brain. And so that's why Jason's like, it drives Jason crazy because I have like things on my desk and it's because like I need ev- everything out if I'm going to use it or else I will just like my whole system falls apart. I need it visible and in front of me. And so that's what the app thing is, is like I love having Notion up. Part of the reason I think I've been successful with it is because it's my home base on my computer it's like i go every single thing throughout the day i'm doing i'm going back to that all day long yeah and when you were using asana and Airtable before they were lost in the catacombs of your browser they were lost in the catacombs 600 browser tabs open how you get anything done i do have so many browser tabs my favorite (laughs) is like i learned how to use spaces on mac so now so then i just have like three spaces of chrome (laughs) you wonder why your ram always needs to be reset i don't wonder i know exactly (laughs) what it is okay so that's snipper so going, oh yeah, going back to me, Yep. this is a tool that I really over the past two years has evolved into such a catch-all for me and it's Keynote. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. from a Mac fan. Sorry yeah. for you PC users. This does not apply because, but- Do they consider themselves PC users just out of curiosity? What do you think they consider themselves? Windows users? Mm. I don't know. Because Mac is really like- I know, but it's Mac PC. Those are the the equivalent terms. Well, back in the commercials with what's his name, Justin. It would be, Long. and then it would be iOS, or no, it would be Mac OS, Windows. Man, that's tough. So it's the operating system versus the hardware. Yeah. So. <laughs> Such a long pause. <laughs> okay, so keynote. Yeah. Um, I think people would be so shocked at how many things that I use this 
one program for? This presentation program for. Yeah. Okay. So obviously Keynote is just for slideshows and most people use it for that. And that's the core of what we use it for too, because we create coaching sessions every month. And so we're, and this is what actually got me on the Keynote train is that I was using it for the coaching sessions. And so I was just in there and I was like learning a lot of more of the features. (laughs) And so then I thought we create this workbook every month that goes along with the coaching session. And definitely if I was going to create some type of high quality workbook that was going to be like super professional and, you know. Yeah, but I think our workbooks are pretty professional. That's that's the thing. They are. But I was going to say if I was going to really use something for like a very long, like a hundred page ebook, I would use InDesign because it's just like it's more high powered and like the features. But this is we're talking a 20 to 30 page workbook. And so I discovered that when you start a new keynote file, you just set, you know, they ask you like what aspect ratio. So you do like 16 by nine. Then you go to the document settings yeah. and you go to custom slide size. And I discovered that if I just change it to the dimensions of like an eight and a half by 11, but I do it in the pixels. Yeah. Um, I think I just do 850 by 1100, I think, because it's okay. basically the ratio is the same. But you can basically create a workbook using slides because all you have to do is you create all the slides. So each page of the workbook is a slide. And then I export as a PDF. Boom. Nailed Boom. it. Boom. And so it. what's just great is, you know, you can do all kinds of different stuff. Like you can create all your same um, paragraph styles and things yeah. like that that you can. And what I love about it is a lot of times the the workbook is correlating so specifically with the keynote presentation that I'm copy and pasting elements. For the, co- for the coaching session. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I create all the illustrations and I'm putting them into our slides and then it's like, oh, I want them in the workbook so I just copy and paste. What blew my mind. What? Th- that's all well and good. Great. What blew my mind is when you started making Instagram carousels okay, I'm getting there. with keynote. Yeah. So, that, so then I started doing coaching sessions and the workbooks. And then I started thinking well, if I can do a custom slide size, then I can make it any size I want. And so when you think about it, these Instagram carousels that you're seeing with like the multi photos, it's really nothing more than a slideshow. Right. So then I started creating Instagram slideshows using it. Then I went, well, if I'm already in here creating a slideshow for Instagram, I might as well just design my Instagram graphics in Keynote. There you go. And then I discovered (laughs) that you can do all kinds of things you can export a slide just as in a png image with a transparent background right cool yeah so then you can also export all the slides at one time you can you can export multiple slides as a gif yeah so you can make like your own animation by doing that yeah um you can one of the best ways that i love is that i can drag I can create like a design, like a static design that I would of any other Instagram image, like just a, a plain image. But then if I want a video component to it, I can drag the video into the slide and then export the whole slide as a video. And that's how you create some things that you've seen on Instagram where like there's just one part of the image that's moving. Right, right. Oh my God. The, it's I really- use it for everything. Yeah, it's kind of amazing how much stuff you can do with Keynote. Like I remember when we started using it for the coaching sessions and I was like- this is a really powerful program. It's very powerful. Like I just always thought of PowerPoint and how bloated and terrible it was. And it basically has the exact same feature set as PowerPoint, but it's just so much more well-designed, which is kind of like classic Mac versus PC. Well, and now because Instagram like, you know, and videos and stuff like, I feel like animation and moving text and things is becoming such a 
part of visual storytelling. Yeah. It's such a good tool for visual storytelling. Yeah. And it's also how, like, I think one of the articles that comes to mind for me is our Marketing Bridges article on Wandering Aimfully. You can just go to our articles page and search Marketing Bridges. But, like, there's a, a nice little image that goes, like, from the mainland to the castle across the bridge. And that's just, like, a little, like, six uh, slide. slide thing that you just export as a GIF. And yeah. there it is. You got yeah. it. So it's, it's fantastic and easy to make those things. So Keynote is a good one. Yeah. All right, what's my next one? We're going to play uh, these audio charades again that everyone loves? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a terrible clue, but I'm just having fun. Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, um, gadgets. Gadgets. Ooh, office pouch. space. My electronics <laughs> pouch. There we go. I got it. Wow. <laughs> All right, guys. This is my Inatech, which is why you said office space, which is the name of the company that he works for in office space. Spelled differently. It's I-N-A. T-E-K. C-K. T-E-C-K. I think. Uh, it's this little electronics pouch. I think it was less than $20 on Amazon. So this goes back to your conversation about having everything out. Like you like having things out. I love having everything away. away. So if I sit down at a desk it's like and being there's married to Marie Kondo, stuff honestly. all over the place, yeah. I cannot work. I cannot focus. I'm just looking at all this crap that needs to go somewhere. Yeah. And I remember distinctly a couple of years ago, you know, you have like these little cubbies and those little things like hold all your cables and your dongles now and like dongles. all these different like you know, these different cords. You have the USB-C, you have the USB-A, the USB-B, the USB-D, the USB-E, the USB. Like <laughs> you just have all these different cables now for all these different things. Be, where do you throw them? You throw them in like a drawer? You put them in a... Most people probably drawer. Yeah. And it's just, I just can't stand that. I like them being like nicely wound up. But even then, if they're nicely wound up, they got to go somewhere. Right. And so I found one of these electronics pouches and I, I don't remember where I first saw it, but it is a game changer for me in my desk because I just have every single like little thing just packed away nicely in this little pouch. And it's probably about the size of like a small purse, if you think about it, which is without the nice shoulder strap on it <laughs> uh, and no dangly bits. If it, you know how some purse, you have a purse that has dangly bits. I little, used to, the fringe. Yeah. Okay, fringe or dangly bits. <laughs> Give your kid a lemon, see how they do. Uh, so this little pouch, what's fantastic about it is when we're ready to travel, which we don't do a ton right now, but when we used to travel, you just zip. You just go. It's already zipped up. Let's be honest. I don't Let's leave it open. Yeah, I just zip. zip that puppy up, and I have all of my electronics, cords and things and chargers, everything ready to go. Yeah. I don't have to pack anything up. That thing is just loaded to the brim and ready to go. Yeah. What I think is so funny about this is, like, it's such a small thing, a pouch, right? Yeah. But, like, you were so excited to put this on your list because you were like, you don't understand how much more enjoyable it makes working for me. And I think that's something that for anybody who's just trying to enjoy, especially for a lot of you who are listeners who now work from home and that's a whole new experience for you, your office setup and your desk setup, you're probably just not used to trying to figure out how to make that conducive to work. This for me, having this little pouch, it makes me work better. So yeah. it's one of those things where if you can figure out what those little things are, and if it's spending $20 on Amazon, I also have another one. This didn't get added to the list, Great. but I have Bonus. a similar one that has all of our audio and video recording stuff. Yeah. And it's this little guy right here that's on the floor that you can't see it, but it's basically like a, a packing cube with a bunch of like different dividers. It looks like a lunchbox, dividers. honestly. Yeah. And it just, it has our camera, it has our mics, it has our cables, it has a bunch of other like uh, plugs and accessories. And it just all fits nicely in that thing. And then if we want to travel, zip that sucker up. Sorry, zipped up. And you just pack it and you go. You know what I just realized? I go. think you and I, because we don't buy like a ton of stuff, but the things that we do buy, I realize that they bring us so much joy when they have a very specific function. Like we get so much joy out of buying things that function and make our lives better and easier and more enjoyable. Absolutely. I mean, I... I 
I'm such a fan of something that takes chaos and organizes it and solves a specific problem. Right. Because I find that, you know, there's nothing wrong with buying something for form, like buying it just because it's beautiful or it makes you happy or whatever. But I find that that wears off pretty yeah. quickly. Like you're like, oh, I loved that thing. And now, yeah. you know, it's not new anymore. But function lasts forever. Function it's is like you is like you are confronted with the best part of that thing yeah. every time you use it. And yeah. you're like, oh. This it's makes like, this experience It's like putting better. a drawer organizer in like a bathroom drawer where everything was just thrown in. It's like once everything so, is like yeah. segmented and like it's got its own little place to live, then you're like, how did I function with this before? I was just digging through all this I stuff. Know. Like now it's like this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. And it just feels so good. I know. We actually did total side note. Ooh, this is exciting. Big news for everybody. We did finally order like a little back of our wall unit for our bathroom because back of the door. Back of the door, sorry. Yeah. Um, to organize our some of our bathroom stuff because the stuff that I use every day, I again, oh, this this is perfect. It ends up on our counter because yeah. I can't keep it under the um, sink because you won't sink use because it. I won't use it yeah. you guys I'm not kidding you when I say if my deodorant <laughs> is under is in is put away I will stink. our house smells like cat food <laughs> I will not put on deodorant because my brain's just like do 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 yeah. like does not yeah. exist but if it's out so I have to keep it out same with lotion like I will be I will have the driest skin of any people yeah what are the words I'm saying yeah something when, if it's not on the counter yeah and so finally our solution was Jason I need this all to be in front of my face but I know that it makes you very uncomfortable to have it on the it drives me nuts it drives you nuts yeah. to have it on the counter so my compromise was let's get this back of the door unit so that you don't see it but I all I, I have to do is close the back the bathroom door and all let's do like a full youtube review of that thing once it's up and ready to go you're you are joking joking yeah. there are not a lot of good Ooh. videos on that unit so wow. opportunity. you know opportunity. opportunity all right you have two left i have two left i have two left and you have two left all right let's roll okay so my fourth one is absolutely something that i could not live without in our business and it's my ipad pro this thing when I bought this thing for you a couple of years ago. You surprised me with yeah, it. It was, was so sweet. I forget. It was shingles. It was shingles. Yeah. Yeah. You were I was going in, through shingles. Uh, yeah. I had shingles at the end of 2018. You guys want to know how to get rid of shingles? <laughs> iPad Pro. You just <laughs> spend a bunch of money on electronics. And I was just like so upset because it was like a really painful experience for me. And I just will never forget that feeling of it showing up and you just coming into the bedroom well, and being like. Yeah. And you yeah. had a regular iPad before that. Like I think like I had the, the iPad I, 3. I had the yes yeah. not a mini but it was right. very small yeah i think you went from the first ipad to the ipad 3 like and, jump yeah. version and then from the 3 to the ipad pro yeah but i remember just like when i was thinking about when that came out and just how much you use the ipad especially because then you were doing so much art so much art uh and i was like oh this is gonna be great you're gonna use this every single day and i think from that day until today you've used that ipad every single day for every hours. single day yeah I can't even stress like how amazing it is for art. So for like Procreate, I'm using it all the time. Also Adobe Fresco now for I'm using it. For Procreating you're using it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do not use it to Procreate. Um, and I mean, maybe. So I use it to... to create things. I use it. Um, I love GoodNotes, the app. So it's like some digital planning, like PDF stuff I use it for. Um, and then I use it also as like a second screen. So when we record videos, for example – Usually we have some sort of script or bullet points or whatever. Yep. So we set that up. We use it for that. Um, I use it as my entertainment device. So I use it to watch little shows and my YouTube in the morning and stuff like that. I just, I use it for everything. That device I think is probably the best Apple device 
that has just like stood the test of time. Yeah. Because like our phones, everyone knows this, your phone, like a year into it, the battery doesn't hold as much of a charge. Or like you're, it's full of memory for some reason. Like where you have like 16,000 photos of your, your pets or your kids <laughs> eat lemons or whatever. And like our laptops, like we burn through laptops every two years. Like my laptop I've had for, I think a year and a half and the battery needs to be serviced. We that just work it really hard. Has never had an issue, knock on wood. Totally. And is still just a workhorse. I also dropped it like really yeah, soon it's after. Yeah, good, good it solid dent. Yeah, yeah, but it works fine. Yeah. It's great. All right. Okay, so your fourth one is... The Manfrotto... I just did a head nod. Tripod. What yeah. is this? The 630B? It's the 420B. Boom oh, my stand. Bad. My bad, my bad. Uh, so this is a very weird pick that is going to be very not helpful for a lot of people but if you record audio sell it. at all yeah and you want something that is a little bit more than like a, a little lavalier mic that you put on your shirt or you have that stupid yeti blue icicle thing that's just hideous and sounds terrible this boom stand it doesn't come with a mic you have to buy a mic separate from it but this boom stand we use all the time and it's great because it is super adjustable like it goes all kinds of different directions but we use it for our coaching sessions and you'll never see the mic but the audio sounds great because it's this little boom mic that's off screen we use it for our little wayne weekly check-in videos and like barely on screen we use it for this podcast so it's your podcasting mic it's just it's very versatile it's very easy to use if you had to use this little stand i've got a little janky stand that i use for my mic it would drive you nuts because it's very like you can't touch it it'll just fall apart um but this this manfrotto stand the 420b uh, our friend caleb recommended it to us and i was like it's a couple hundred bucks like i don't want to spend that much on a mic stand but i trusted him because he's caleb and he knows what he's talking about he's the electronics man so worth it worth every we single use it penny. all the time yeah you do you clip the little sandbag and it got a little sandbag it's the very counterbalance. sturdy which is what it's i like about it it's extremely sturdy this one that i'm using not sturdy it's sturdy but also not it packs like, down. Yeah, it packs, packs down, down. Really small. Well, not really small, but it packs down pretty small. It's just a really great. If you're in the market and you're like, yeah, I need a boom mic and I want a boom stand, you can go to our tools page. We've got it linked there. It is a great buy. Great. That's a very like specific you're, one. You're but. the. That's okay. You're like the gearhead. I have a couple of creative ones and you have a couple of like geared yeah. ones. That's fine. All right, your final one. Okay, my final pick. This is kind of like a left field pick, but I was like, what is something that we use so much in our business that really enhances everything that I do yeah. and it is creative market. Oh yeah. 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 And so those of you who don't know what creative market is, I mean, I think it's a pretty well-known brand at yeah. this point, but it's basically an online marketplace for design goods, custom fonts or illustration packs or textures or just anything design related. Um, you can find there. And you might I even say it's a market for creative things. A creative market. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, really yeah. didn't see that one. It was right in front of my face. Yeah. Um, but the reason I'm mentioning it is because I am even a designer, right? Like if I wanted to, I could design illustrations from scratch. I could design my own fonts from scratch. I could, but just because you can do something doesn't mean you always have to. And so I am constantly, every couple of months, we're creating something new or we're creating a new coaching session that needs some type of design assets. Yep. And it saves me a tremendous amount of time. For? For what? How much money? Oh, for, yeah, everything there is like very affordable. So I'm never paying more than $30 on something. Oh, yeah, but like how much were our robot illustrations for our Wandering Inkly <sighs> AI thing? Oh, yeah. Like $8? Yeah, something like $8. Yeah. yeah. And I think- It's very uh, affordable. When you brought this one up, I was like, this is a great pick because maybe this year we could look it up. Maybe we spent $250 on creative that market for right. the whole year. Yeah. The whole year. 
that $250 has gone so far. So far. Yeah. We can continue to reuse this stuff if we want Not to. Also that you, when you realize at first you're like, okay, $250 for like design assets. Maybe that sounds expensive. And then you go, wait a second. How much time did yeah, that yeah, save yeah. me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like endless amounts of time. I, I mean, easily 10 hours just per coaching session. Yeah, absolutely. And I love, I love also the fact that I'm supporting like creators yeah. because they're making money off of that. I love that it's a great source of inspiration for me whenever I need to create some sort of visual identity for something. Yep. Maybe it's not a whole brand that we're creating, but I just want, maybe it's a new product or a new course or something. And I want to give it a little bit of a look and feel, yeah. but I don't want to design every aspect of it by myself from yep. the ground up. It's a great little shortcut time saver to take some various elements, put them together, put my own spin on it. Yep. And then I've got a nice little branded identity for whatever I want to create. Love it. 250 bucks a year. Come on. Come on. Yeah. And my and my favorite part is that. So for those of you who don't know, inside of our um, Wayme Unlimited program, we do this monthly coaching and our favorite thing is that every coaching session, we create what we call story time. And it's like a whole metaphor or an illustration or a theme, if you yeah. will, about that thing. So for example, last month was all about identifying your offer as a business. And so the theme was about cooking. And yeah. so it was this idea of like, you have all these different ingredients that are valuable. How do you mix them up into different recipes, which are different offers that you can create in your business? And so what makes it fun is just like, I can go on creative market. I can download like a cooking set or a chef set yeah. and add our own brand colors and some eggs <laughs> in a bowl and mix them up. And then I get to add it throughout the presentation. And it really, I think takes it yeah, from absolutely. something that everyone else does. And you can go the extra mile. And I think, I mean, people could tell us that we're wrong, but I think so too. Yeah. Final pick. My final pick. I don't know what it is. Not sitting. Standing dead. Yeah. See, we nailed it by the end. Nailed it. So about five years ago now, I started hearing about standing desks. I didn't even know they were a thing before that. And I was like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting. Like, I don't really want to sit all day. That was when the like the first kind of article, like, sitting is the new smoking came yeah, out. Yeah, you guys yeah. remember those? Sitting will kill And you. I was like, well, I don't smoke, so I don't want to sit. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'll try out a standing desk. And Ikea had one, and it was like, $400. And I was like, well, worst case scenario, I could just return it if I don't like it. And also $400 is not a lot. I know there are some standards that are like $2,000. I'm not going to spend that much. But the uh, the one from Ikea that I still have for the past five years. So it's motorized legs for 400 bucks. And then the great thing about Ikea is you can buy any tabletop. So like a dining room tabletop, like any of the ones that you want and just attach it to the, the motorized legs. So I think I have like a lacquered, uh, it's like a dining room table that's my top. It's not actually a desktop, which is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. um, but it just screws onto the thing and it works. It's motorized, so it's got a little up and down. It doesn't have memory or anything. You don't need that. Uh, but I love it. It is so versatile. I, and I used to stand for like 30 minutes a day because it's all I could muster. Like my legs would get tired, my feet would hurt. But now I pretty much stand all day yeah and then every once in a while if i've been standing or like i worked out or we went for a walk and then i've also been standing i'm like okay i want yeah, to sit you down stand more than you sit i just drop that puppy down and i sit at it and i can crank through but it is one of the best work investments that i've made just because i really do feel like sometimes standing helps me think it helps me like get the juices flowing and whatever and if i'm just sitting i'm like too comfortable yeah it's not working so and now i've even you've noticed been thinking about it yeah, I went through a phase there where I was Using making my sure. To, desk. Yeah, yeah, I was do, doing it for an hour every day because I'm not used to it. No, want. I know. I yeah. need to recommit yeah. to it because I really have started to tap into like realizing when I've been sitting for a really long period and of time, and I start to feel it. Might as well be smoking. It. 
You might as well be smoking. Uh, All right, let's go back through these 10 weird things that help us run our businesses. Okay, so Caroline's picks were Notion. If you could, uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Notion. Yep. Later. Yeah. Keynote. Yep. My iPad Pro Mm -hmm. in Creative Market. Nice. Jason's picks were, do you think you can remember? We have uh, Front. We have Snipper App. We have the Manfrotto boom mic arm thing. We have my electronics pouch. Inatech. And my Inatech. And then we have We just the went Sandy over it. Desk. Good job. I nailed it. You're so smart. I just did it. So yeah, those are just some, obviously there's a lot more like tools and tricks yeah. and things that we use to run our businesses, but we just thought it would be fun to give you guys some things that have made working better for us. And yeah. maybe it gets the wheels turning for you of like, you know what? Maybe it is time for me to get that thing or do some research into that other thing to make aspects of your business more enjoyable because our whole philosophy is like, what is it all for if you're not enjoying it? Exactly. If you can make your work more enjoyable, you're going to get more work done. You're going to be more excited. You're going to be more motivated. Uh, so, you know, invest in your your stuff, whatever that is for you. If you guys want to, send us an email with what your top five things mm. are and have them be as weird or not weird as you want. Hello at wanderingaimfully.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can also send us a DM on Instagram, which we may or may not check because we're not on Instagram a ton these days. But, you know, every once in a while, it's fun to poke in there. And, and maybe uh, we'll figure out some sort of audio message box. Oh, yeah. If you do have anything that you're like, oh, I've heard this podcast does this. Like, it's a great, it's seamless. I love sending a little audio messages. Because um, that would be, be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun to do that. Uh, otherwise, uh, just a final request here. Please don't leave a review on the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so saw, glad you. I saw a new one come in literally you just have to this be past weekend. Me. Yeah, they said they like love the show and it's oh. like listen to friends talk. No way. Yeah, just I mean honestly, that's rude. I I don't know why they did it. Why they would knew, you do it? Because because they knew that we would we get don't. fired up about yeah, it. Yeah, we would just be like. They knew it would really chafe. Why would our you say this chaps. super nice thing that someone could read and then be like, "Oh, I want to listen to this show too because of this nice thing I read." And five stars. Yeah. They did five stars. They gave away five of their you have stars. You to be kidding me. Yeah, you know what they should have done instead? Not Taking their baby done out that. of a crate and giving them a lemon. <laughs> That's what they should have done. Parenting tips with Jason and Carol. So don't leave a review, but give a baby a lemon. That's what I'm leaving you with today. Just you know what I heard? Baby. I just that literally just brought up for me. I think in the depths of my brain, somebody I, I read an article about you're not supposed to give babies lemons because there's like bacteria on it or something. Oh, okay. Or All no, right. no, no. It, the story was like somebody gave their baby a lemon from a restaurant, you know, like they put in your water yeah. cup and it had like bacteria on it. Okay. Oh my god. That's wow. like such a patty thing that Great my brain would story. hold on patty's to. Your mom. Yeah, my yeah. mom Patty's my mom and we love her to death, but she like She's got those she just she's watched Dateline told all her. the datelines <laughs> about like you could die from like lemons, lemons and bacteria, and, bacteria yeah. and like don't go don't heart. don't swim in a lake and open your eyes because you're gonna get an amoeba in your eye. Like you're just she like I have so many texts about yeah. all the different ways I yeah. could die. All right, we Bless hope you her. enjoyed this episode. You guys are great. We love your faces, and we will be back next week with, as DJ Cal likes to say, another one. Good job. Bye. Bye.